Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Dylan Godino, founder and editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. Welcome to yet another special edition of the LaughSpin podcast. It's a special edition. Why? Because this week, Mike and I are not giving you uh, the comedy news of the week. Usually, uh, if you tune in to the Laugh Spin podcast, you know that every week, Mike and I give you a, a Listener's Digest version of what's going on in the world of comedy. And you should, by all means, subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, uh, you could also find us at allthingscomedy.com, which is the podcasting network we are uh, very, very proudly uh, a part of. Um, on this week's special edition of the Laugh Spin podcast, I interview comedian Cy Amundsen, who is a very talented up-and-coming comedian, bred in Minneapolis, um, and is now based in Los Angeles. Uh, depending on when you hear this, he may or may not have been greenlighted for his uh, television show on MTV. Uh, he has a show in development for MTV. And uh, as I record this, we are still sort of waiting. Well, not, not me so much as, as he is, but he is waiting to hear from uh, the execs there as to whether or not this show is going to go to series. Um, regardless of whether or not that happens, uh, I've been following Cy for uh, a bunch of years. I've, uh, it's, it's been great to see his progress. Uh, and, uh, it was great to finally catch up with him, uh, at Laugh Fest, uh, comedy festival in Grand Rapids that went down in March. So this is, uh, a, a really fun chat. I had a lot of fun talking to Cy. I hope you guys have a lot of fun listening to it. Uh, so uh, here it is. We're talking to uh, Cy Amundsen. Hello. And uh, he is a, an up-and-coming comedian from uh, Minneapolis. Yes, sir. Who um, I've been following for, for a few years. The last time I physically saw you was probably a few years ago in Aspen. Aspen Festival, yes. Um, and that was at a time when you were, you were still in Minneapolis. You're still, still living, living in, Minneapolis. in Minneapolis. Yep. Greatest and club in the country. Yep. Acme comedy. Yep. yep. Uh, lots of great comedians coming out of that club. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was before you moved to LA. So yep. let me, let me paint the picture for people. We were just, uh, in the, in the hotel gym. We're in Grand Rapids at Laugh Fest, by the way. <laughs> um, so we were both in the hotel gym. I'm running on the, on the treadmill, trying not to pass out. Sai is on an elliptical uh, exercising <laughs> and talking on his cell phone <laughs> about business. <laughs> about business, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was an angry phone call. <laughs> so what... <laughs> what what were you talking about? You weren't talking to a relative. This was a real, this was a Hollywood business call. It's, it was, yeah. I, it's so funny uh, because when you met me, I think in Aspen, I had this glint in my eye, probably this like, this wonderful positivity. And yeah. I like, I like to consider myself a very, very hard worker. Yeah. And I moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, I have wonderful representation and they've been helping me along and uh, I, I'm working on a new project. And at the, at the time, without being too specific, because humans will listen to this, right, there will. was something that wasn't going the way I liked, and I felt it was torpedoing it. 
So I, <laughs> I got on the phone and shouted at people like a child. Now, <laughs> who are you? Sh- who are, you don't have to name names. You could you could give uh, vague titles. Who okay. who are you talking to? Producers. Okay. On my team, team, our team, we're a team together. Team Psy. Team Psy. I like to call it Team Psy because that makes me feel like an egomaniac. Yeah. But let's call it Team Togetherness. Okay. And at the time, Team Togetherness was not necessarily together. <laughs> they were they were coming apart. They were coming apart. So, yeah. I, that's what I like to do. Get in a gym. Get on the phone so everybody thinks I'm a maniac. Yeah. Just running and, <laughs> and scolding at the same time. So nobody's like, yeah, we're going to move over. We don't want to fucking be next to that guy. He's uh, it's, they, they, Most people probably thought I wasn't even on the phone. <laughs> I'm just like one of those crazy people who fakes phone calls so I look important. I just kept saying the words Dr. Hollywood over and over. <laughs> So you can't you can't you can't divulge any information. I would like as I do. I want to. Oh my god! Yeah, I want to tell you a lot of really funny things. Yeah, Uh, but no, I I shouldn't. I like I work. I'm fortunate uh, to be working with a lot of uh, wonderful. The I can tell you about the project if you're interested. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I was uh, I was fortunate enough. My writing partner, who is actually also my best friend in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, Joel Hookstra, who's a Minneapolis-based guy as well. Um, we, uh, with the help of my beautiful and talented manager and a wonderful production t- company, the Jay and Tony show sold a pilot to MTV. Okay. And it's, uh, it was just, it, it, the idea of it was kind of a, a satire of a, of a generation of people. It's kind of poking fun of the famous for no reason, Kardashian type families. Right. Uh, that's the idea that it is at heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> that's that's the project. We sold it to MTV and filmed a pilot. And uh, we're kind of in the process right now of waiting to find out if it goes to series. And so there's a lot of things at play. <laughs> there's a lot of angry phone calls that need to be made. <laughs> there's a lot of fun phone calls, too. <laughs> but there's a couple angry ones. And there's another guy. Uh, it's, it was, it's, it was been a crazy process because... Uh, we wrote one of the parts. I, I play the lead, and then one of the coast co-leads is uh, Mike Winfield, who's sure. here, Mikey Winfield, sure. who's one of my best friends in comedy, and is Dave Winfield's son. Dave Winfield, yeah, not quite as much of a Homer <laughs> Ball guy, but <laughs> that's that's a New York and Minnesota reference. That's nice, Big Dave. He actually he looks like Dave, but that might just be because I think most black people are similar looking. Yeah. But they, they really are. Yeah, they are like for sure. I mean, and, but most white people are like, if you get the same sort of white, like you and I not similar. looking. No. You've got, you know, the darker, shorter Jewisher thing going on. Yeah. I've got the, you look like a Viking, a Viking. I was going to say the words anti Jew just because I look <laughs> so different, but that's <laughs> anti Jew can mean a very different thing. You look like you might have relatives that were decidedly anti Jew. Yes. Yeah. No. Or like somebody was like, so, Somebody who was anti-Jew was like, keep that family around. <laughs> my brother Greg, my brother Greg is like six foot eight, long blonde hair and is jacked. Like he's like blue eyes. He's just a big, he looks like me and the son had a baby. He's a big, beautiful human being. Right. And uh, yeah, my- Not man, unlike yourself. Side. Not unlike myself. He's, How tall are you? Six four, which is great because every everybody in Hollywood's a foot and a half tall. Yeah, we'd love to put you in that, but you see, that guy is twelve and a half inches tall, so <laughs> you, you would look like my giant. We, we can, if if you want to do something with Billy Crystal, we can redo my giant. <laughs> but yeah, my manager always says that my brother Greg is like Hitler's wet dream, and uh, I think that's funny slash offensive slash really funny. So yeah. Yeah, I went into uh, I, I had a meeting and uh, I'm the worst at meetings on earth. I went into one and uh, it was r- right after a Jewish holiday. 
And uh, I just, uh, it was Jew, Jew year, Jew, sure. Rosh Hashanah, is that um, it? Is that Jew year? I'm not Jewish. You're not Jewish. I'm not Jewish. You, well, you could have fooled me. Just despite, I, I once interviewed Patrice O'Neill uh, on video, <laughs> and he accused me of being Jewish for tw- <laughs> for 20 minutes sh- 20 minutes straight he accused me as if it would be a, it. a bad I kinda, thing like when you told me you weren't jewish i was like shut up you are jewish no i mean <laughs> it's not a bad thing d- i love the jewish faith despite the fact that i'm five seven and a half and look like a jew and and uh have hair like a jew i'm, I'm italian i'm 100 percent italian oh cool i'm fine with that uh, thank good <laughs> I'm, I'm glad so you're you're terrible at meetings why oh oh no i just like i don't know i just i always say what's in my brain but i walked in it was the day after jew year and uh, Rosh Hashanah, I believe. Sure. And uh, I made a joke about that. And I like every the three other people in the room, you could they were like, oh, that's kind of funny. And so I kept going and I started to talk about the only thing I knew about the Jewish faith is what I learned from that episode of Saved by the Bell. When uh, uh, Zach yeah. pretends to be Jewish and skips school to go to a Dodger game and then gets busted. And I made a bunch of jokes and two of them loved it. One of them so unhappy with me that they're like nah this guy's got to go <laughs> but that's that's what i do two out of the three in a room if there's three people in a room two of them are gonna love me and one of them are gonna want to like draw x's over my eyeballs on a picture but who are these people i mean again no names but i mean they were just executives at a network yeah executives, executives at, a network. at a network god you really are a douchebag here's the thing i will tell you <laughs> i'm like all i want to do is quit comedy and just write a book about everybody i've met <laughs> but if you write it they'd be like oh you can't be a part of this town anymore <laughs> how i mean how long have, how long have you been in la now uh, a year and a half a year and a half and how old are you i'm 28 okay god loving it just killing it you really are living hard you no, really I'm, I'm actually, I will, in all seriousness, I do, I do, I hate the town of Los Angeles with every fucking bit of passion in, in my heart. Yeah. I love Minneapolis. My f- friends and family are there, but I like, I like the work aspect of Los Angeles and I live north of the city and I, I like the shows and I like the opportunities presented and I'm pretty fortunate to have, honestly, one of the, the best managers I think a human being could ask for and I get put in a lot of good situations and... Yeah, that's... And then I pretend to work hard. <laughs> now, how do you do? You have like a do you have like a crew in LA, or do you kind of keep to yourself? I know you don't. Yeah. You don't drink at all. I'm not a drinker. No, no and drinking, you, no drugs, nothing like and, that. And today I learned you don't even drink coffee. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's not. I'm not like a fucking weirdo or anything. I'm a control freak. Yeah. I also uh, we you know, I don't know. You just uh, you just there's Mike Winfield. Hey, Mike. Hey, I'm talking on this thing. Are you going to get food? Yeah. I am going to get food. Say hello. Hey, I'm Mikey Winfield. Mike Winfield. Hello, an, world. An exclusive drop-in by Mike E. Winfield. <laughs> How you doing, sir? This is Dylan. Hey, Mike. Dylan, this is Michael. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Are you going over to Stella's? Yeah. I'm really bombing the interview right now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to see you there, oh. and then we're going to watch that thing. <laughs> the competition is sneaking up on us right why don't, now. Why not? If he, if Mike's going to talk, you, you should give him the mic then. Yeah, the competition's coming up, man. And we should, we should go quickly because we're running out of time. This is important to me, so I'm going to take as much time as I'd like. But we will. You go eat, and then we'll meet back here. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I have no idea what just happened. It's a, it's a wonderful. You can edit all that out, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> You, that's funny, though, because you just asked me who my crew of people are. Yeah. It's basically Mike. 
Um, I don't know. Like I uh, moving out. That's the one thing I will say about Los Angeles is like I there are comedians I like and I get along really well with. You know Gerard Carmichael. Sure. Uh, Sean O'Connor, mm-hmm. Andy Haynes, Beth mm-hmm. Stelling, who's here. Um, you know, there's a, and there's there's a variants of other people out there that I really like. Blake Wexler, guys like that. Uh, but I. I don't know. I haven't really fallen in out there necessarily with the, I'm doing air quotes with the cool group. Right, right. I spend, uh, I mean, I, like I said, I don't drink and I don't, uh, I'm not much of a, a party or go out guy. So I spent a lot of years in Minneapolis just letting my hard work and material do the talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to have to get out and be more of a part of the scene in Los Angeles because there's, there's, uh, there's some great, like, it's also, you know, you're out there working on a bunch of stuff, so I'm focused on a lot of shit, and every once in a while I'm like, I don't want to do anything else today. I just want to go to bed. So how's that for a crab-ass response? I think that's great. Yeah. I think there should be more young people. I mean, I'm, I'm 35. Mm-hmm. 90% of my life, I, I pretty much act like I'm 80. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't, to be. I don't, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, my life is, is much different than, than yours. I have two kids. Yeah, I'm married. Children, yeah. Um, so I just, I generally just want to be left alone. Yeah, I hear uh, that. I want to sleep. I want to watch seven episodes of Archer. I hear you that. Like, just. Great show. <laughs> just, 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 just that. That's, that's what that's I want a great my day night to be. To me. That is a great night to me, too. And that's, that's my other problem. I'm like, everybody's like, we're going to go out and get fucking crazy. I'm like, all right, cool, because Sykes on. So I'm going to watch that till I fall asleep. I don't know if you guys know, they do a marathon of that on Saturdays. And I can make pizza at my house. <laughs> but, like, there are those guys. And I think there is that group of, like, I think Sean and Andy are great examples. I think Gerard, uh, Sean Patton. There's a lot of guys I know who, like, I think that that level of work ethic exists right now on, with a lot of guys in, in of my range and group and age and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That was my dad. He's like, oh, you want to be a comedian? Well, you better treat it like a fucking job. Yeah. And so that's what I've tried to do. But I do. I, do, I, I hope to now that I'm out there full time, I'd like to be more involved in the scene and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Start doing some blow. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to... You mean like uh, homeless guys? Like yeah. Blow yeah, yeah. homeless guys? Yes. Yeah, no, I started that. <laughs> I've got good. like... Yeah, I have a Tumblr. It's called Homeless Cock uh, t- backslash Tumblr black backslash Wednesday night. It's mm-hmm. only on Wednesdays. And uh, yeah, no, I get into it. That's good. I get good. deep into it. I hope you use a dental dam. I don't. That's the funny thing. Nice. I'm not... Sca- I don't think you can get AIDS <laughs> by swallowing. Is that, could this be going more... Uh, my <laughs> family's going to listen to this. They're going to be like, did you say AIDS? Did you say AIDS by swallowing? Is that, is that a thing that came out of your face? Um, so uh, one of, the, one of the, the good things about what I do is I enjoy when, you know, we cover... Uh, you know, before Laughspin, it was it was called Punchline Magazine. Yes, anybody I who, remember who, who anybody who doesn't know that. So back in 2005, that launched. So it's always nice when I'm able to write about somebody and then watch them kind of grow. Yes, uh, I've seen that with uh, W. Kamal Bell, who yep. we've been covering for years. Hassan Minaj, yep, he's a buddy of mine. Who That's another one of my is a super yeah. nice guy and yeah. a guy that we've uh, you know have talked about throughout the years. And yeah. he's kicking ass. And uh, you're another guy. You know, yeah. I don't know how long ago it was at this point, but to see on Conan, yeah, I mean that was. Dude, it, I can, I can remember. Nice. I tell that to people all the time. I remember there was like I was coming up at Acme, and uh, I've been like really, really, really lucky to be putting continually wonderful situations the owner of acme is an amazing man to do the aspen festival uh montreal to meet my manager like i've just i'm very fortunate i think a lot more fortunate than most 
And uh, but I remember when you were still Punchline Magazine. Yeah. And I was doing, I was just a, like a local open micer and I was coming up and you had a, they did Rooftop. You remember Rooftop Comedy sure. did their picks of the week and you picked one of my jokes and said something very oh. nice oh, about it. Oh, right, right. And there was this wonder, that's weird, but there was like this wonderful like, as a like just coming up in town and Rooftop was really hitting at that point. Everybody in Minneapolis was like, oh, do you see, like it was almost like everybody like perked up a little bit and then it was like this cool little like, piece of recognition early on that that actually helped me a great deal yeah and it's it's been awesome to have the continued support of you guys throughout the years it's been not to sound hokey or cheesy no but it's always I, something I, i've really appreciated i appreciate that i feel like we're all uh whether we're whether you're a comedian or whether you're you're covering the comedy world i feel like we're all very uh sensitive people who oh, yeah. um uh, who who need constant rein, who need constant reinforcement? <laughs> Everyone needs to be told that they're nice and wonderful yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no one no one gets up on stage for to grab laughter because they're totally secure with themselves. <laughs> right. I'm really confident and happy about everything. <laughs> Let me climb on stage and have people laugh at me to get reinforced. <laughs> No, that's a good thing. And I like, I mean, the names you keep mentioning, there there are a lot of really good, Hassan's such a good dude, like Winfield, the guy you just met. There's so many, there's a lot of really great guys in comedy right now. And it's nice to see fun stuff happening for him. Hassan with that philosophy show yeah. is really, really, it's, it's, I'm super excited for him. I come off like a real uh, jackass a lot of the time, <laughs> but uh, I do, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for a lot of people that I like. Well, that's good. That's good. Before, before we hit record, <laughs> you were you were telling me about uh, an experience you had at uh, is it I forgot the name you called it a generals the what what did you what did you oh call it? oh yeah. is it an audition yeah, or a form um, of audition uh, I when they first when you first move out uh, to Los Angeles a lot of times what you'll do is go on these things called general meetings yeah where you just go to meet different people so they're aware of you so you know you can go on auditions it's just kind of a get to know people type thing they call them generals yeah. okay yeah and there's what <laughs> you were telling me that the thing you don't like about them is that they they treat you like uh, a product it's not i should say <laughs> i don't I'm, it's and, not that i don't and, like that it's it's just it's a weird thing that's the weird and it's a good thing too because i mean that whole town we, we uh, comics, whether we like it or not, artists. Every you are a product. Yeah. You're like if somebody goes to see you at a show. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, we're a product. We're something people are paying for. We're worth a certain amount. Some of us are worth more than other thing, other ones for certain reasons. Whether it's accreditation, whether it's abilities, whether it's exposure, like how you look, how you act, how you like. And that's the thing, like Winfield and I, like Winfield, black guy, big afro, me, uh, you know, looking like I look like there's just, we're all put into different categories. And when you go into generals, a lot of times that they, they, they will uh, make it very clear what type of person you are. Right. Uh, but I do like going to them. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I like it because I, like, I get to go in and just say whatever I want at all times. And that can half backfire and half be the most fun of all time. Right. Yeah. So I went into E once and uh, they asked me what I thought about their programming <laughs> and I got to tell them. <laughs> and it was, it was uh, like there was two chicks and one of them 
laughed really, really, really hard, and one of them hated me so much <laughs> because I might have spent like seven minutes doing my Chloe Kardashian impression, <laughs> which is just like me trying to talk like Beast from Beauty and the Beast. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. So I like it. I like that you can just not give a fuck and everybody has to still listen to you while you're in that room. <laughs> <laughs> do you now do you, you go to these meetings with your manager? I assume I, I have. You're, I mean, when I first went out, like when I like the first time through, like before I even moved out to L.A. when I was coming out, she went on a number of them with me to the networks, which is kind of actually a nice thing. I don't know if that's common or not, but it was a nice thing to kind of ease me into the process. But after that, it happened a little bit. I, it was, you know, by yourself, which I right. I like. I'm not I'm not a great actor and I'm not a great comic, but I can sure <laughs> I'm sure I can sure sit in a room and make people sort of like me. Because <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine that they would have to uh, prep you so as not to insult yeah see that's the wonderful thing that my, my manager never she's like yeah say whatever the fuck you want i don't care <laughs> she did she's like talk about whatever i spent one i was in there for like an hour and i talked about cream cheese and how much i hated uh a certain group of people from my hometown mm -hmm. and i won't tell you what group because i don't want anybody to write letters <laughs> but can, can this group of people write letters uh blacks mexicans and asians so no oh, they no, can't okay. write letters no it was none of them it was a <laughs> it was a company a specific company oh okay but yeah, so it's, you just get to say whatever the fuck you want. It's kind of like doing this. Yeah. And then you uh, deal with the repercussions later. Right. Yeah. Right. The other thing I, I should mention is we're, we're hours away from you performing in a, in a competition here in Grand Rapids. Yes. Where uh, you can win $10,000. Yeah. So let's say you, went, you win $10,000. Where's uh, that money going? That would... <laughs> I just did taxes. So unfortunately, <laughs> I know that right now in my life, if I win $10,000, it would change everything. <laughs> like, that's not a good realization to do, have as a 28-year-old man. I mean, I know I realize I'm not... Like, the 28 is still establishing yourself in theory. Sure. But you'd, at 28, I don't think when you were 14, you're like, man, when I'm 28, if I would be just so lucky to win $10,000, <laughs> that would change my life. <laughs> but it would it'd be a nice... Uh, some bills would get paid off. Yeah. I've got a toothache I should probably deal with. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you... An no, issue no. with my car that needs to, be, needs to happen. Do you have uh, health insurance? Um, I don't. But, but here's the awesome thing. Uh, I think I'm, I'm getting into SAG-AFTRA, which I found out you have to pay to get into that. Okay. Um, the Actors Guild Union, whatever that shit is. But I, like, I was like, oh, so you have to pay. That's, I don't want to do that. And then I found out that part of the reason you pay is because you get health insurance, <laughs> which was like the greatest day of my life. I almost threw a fucking parade. No more frontier medicine? No, no more like, uh, no more like oh, you're sick? Okay, we'll just do some hoping. <laughs> Head on over to, to Wikipedia and fucking do some research and then pray. <laughs> so so you, 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 if you win the 10000 that's it. Just bills, taxes. No, I'm an idiot. I'll buy something fun. Like, I'll buy something that I absolutely shouldn't for fun. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. That's the problem. I will allocate a certain amount to uh, a couple bills. Right. And then I will buy something stupid. 
I can't not. I can't like. I'll be like, did I just spend three hundred dollars on Cadbury eggs? Like, <laughs> people, I like that's. I have a tendency to. I'm I'm pretty good with money, <laughs> with like one exception where everybody will be like, did you need the same shirt that many times? <laughs> it's a funny shirt. It's funny. You need nine of them? Well, yeah. I lose shirts constantly. So, so I I don't know. I I don't know. I probably. Maybe I'll buy a, something electronic, maybe a new TV. Right. That'd be good. Yeah, sure. A new TV. Maybe I'll get a Nintendo Wii. Are people still playing that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I stopped playing video games uh, at uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, Sega Genesis. Tecmo Super Bowl is the greatest video game. I don't play video games either because yeah. I'm fucking cool, but I, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, everybody. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, my buddy Steve Gillespie, who's also here at the festival, right. you met him. Yeah. He was really drunk last night, making a fool out of himself, and now he's sleeping today because of that. Uh, he, he and his brother still have an original Nintendo with Super Tecmo Bowl. Oh, wow. It. And so every once in a while, because he'll be on the road with me from time to time, if we're anywhere near where his brother lives, his brother will come to the shows, bring the Tecmo Bowl, and it'll just be us. <laughs> and, like, we were maniacal, too. Like, most hotel rooms, it can't hook up because it's a connector from the 1980s. Like, <laughs> but So there was one we were in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and the only place in the hotel we could hook it up was the workout room, this little room with three <laughs> treadmills and a bike. Right. So it's just the three of us in there playing Tecmo all day. Like, people walk into the workout, and they're like, all right, well, I'll, this isn't for me. I, I came into the wrong room. It's such a good game. So what? So your sh- let's let's say let's say your show doesn't get picked up. It doesn't get picked up. It does not. Why are you being such a negative I'm, bitch? I'm not. I, I, I'm not. Let's. <laughs> no, I, that's how I, that's how we prepare. Right. I mean, it's, I I should say uh, if I didn't say it earlier, it's a really exciting opportunity, and it's something that I've had. I haven't had filming it was the most fun I've had in my professional life. Mm-hmm. It, and the, even the thought of being able to do that 12 times is, is a crazy emotion to even think about. But that's what my writing partner and I, Winfield, who's in it, he, uh, he all, he's positivity all the time. Like, man, it's going to see. You're like, shut <laughs> up. Why, why do you think that? It's a feeling. It's not a feeling. You stop being so positive. <laughs> what we do is we uh, low, re- low expectations, high reward. We expect that it won't go. Right. And if it does, we get really excited. And if not, we're already busting our ass on the three next things that we want to do. You right. Know? I cut you off before you asked. No, the question. that's that's basically it. That I want I want to I want to I wanted to get some insight into how uh, you know how you deal with. Uh, it's it's know. weird. My dad actually, who knows nothing of stand up or acting, mm. gave me the greatest advice anybody's ever given me about this business. He was like, and he's the one who told me to treat it like a job and everything. So it's not a surprise that he had this insight. But he goes. Uh, because I was had I had like a, a rough span of time uh, where I was hating everything about stand up and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and I was like maybe I shouldn't do this. And he was like, you know, the thing I've noticed, I goes, I don't know anything about it, but I've been around comics that you know, and I've been around some actors that you know. And he goes, when your friend Eric, my, my one of my best friends, he's he has a hardwood flooring company, he installs floors and staircases. He right. goes, he has shitty days at work. He does like really shitty days, but when it's over, it's not that that doesn't affect him anymore but he transitions into other parts of his life. It still bothers him, but he goes home and he's a father and a husband and he's a friend and he's in a softball league and he's like, he has interests, he likes movies, he works at home, he has hobbies. So his point was when his days are shitty, it bothers him, but he goes and he goes, actors and comedians, there's so much passion involved with your profession that a lot of people, 
their life is directly connected to that passion. And so when it goes shitty, not only is their job shitty, their life is shitty. And he's like, so you got to figure out, he goes, I know that you have to be passionate, but he goes, you have to figure out a balance where you're able to treat it as work a little bit. Right. And, and when things go shitty, understand that you just had a shitty day at work rather than it being an indictment of your life. Right. And still keep other priorities like your relationships and your hobbies and your, your other things atop. And I, I, that's a hard thing to do when you pour two years of your life into a project and then it doesn't go. Yeah. It's easier said than done. But that's the thing I try to keep in my brain when you're rash, when you don't get something or when you, lo- you lose out, like, I don't know, because it's hard that you go to sit in fucking Toledo, Ohio and have terrible <laughs> shows for a week and then sit in a red roof inn by yourself. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't step back and be like, well, that was just a bad day at work, you're probably going to be in some trouble. Yeah. That and just like always working really hard on the next thing. That's, uh, you know, I always heard that about Swartzen, who's from my town and who I, you know, we all look oh, up to. Oh, that's right. He's, he's a- like, yeah, yeah, when he, yeah he's, he came up uh, through our club and some other places in town. And you always hear like, He's by the time his first show is going to production, he's in the room pitching his next show, and like right. I think that's a, a great attitude to carry forward. Very wise advice for from what your, it's worth from Size Dad. Size Dad, yep. But you never thought a guy with a red mustache would be able to lay that <laughs> on you, did you? But he did. Go to SizeDad.com for more life advice. Go to SizeDad.com, which oddly enough has nothing to do with my father. It's another Tumblr, <laughs> also about homeless people. <laughs> Sai, uh, it's been great chatting with you. Yeah. I'm glad to see you're doing so well. Thank you. I, and I, I do, like I said it before, but I greatly appreciate how awesome you guys have been to me. And uh, I'm going to keep working hard, so hopefully you can keep being awesome. Because I, li- I like you guys. Oh, and thanks. you in particular. Aww. I don't know. I don't want to pretend I give a shit about the rest of the people that you're involved with. <laughs> <laughs> you personally. You personally, I enjoy. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, good luck tonight and good luck with everything else, I. Yeah, thank you very much, dude. Absolutely. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with comedian Cy Amundsen. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoy talking to Cy. Remember, guys, visit us at laughspin.com every single day, many times a day, to get your dose of comedy news, reviews, editorials, audio, videos. It's all there. Get there. And, of course, please subscribe to us on iTunes, the Laugh Spin Podcast. Not only iTunes, but Stitcher and SoundCloud. And listen to us on allthingscomedy.com. We're all over the place. That's it for this week. We will get back to you next week with the news. See you guys. <laughs>